now it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. That's right, we don't care about ratings, because our sole purpose is to save souls. On purpose. You can listen to more episodes and discover other syndication possibilities at witnesstalkradio.org. And don't be afraid to give your input. As you all know, I just returned from the most extreme mission trip to New York City called Repent and Witness. It's put on by Christian Collegian Network, or CCN for short. It's a four-day mission trip that's done every year, and it's exhilarating. It's exciting, and it's exhausting. I'm still not fully recovered from the trip. If you want to go next year, sign up now at repentandwitness.com. This week, I'm going to play a clip from Union Square Park, one of our favorite places to preach during Repent and Witness. Today, you're going to hear Jake Larson from Minnesota getting on the box and starting off the preaching by segueing from a Michael Brown rally that had just ended. He draws a huge crowd, and they ask a bunch of questions. So listen in as he tries to give answers while keeping the audience under control. You're listening to Witness Radio. I want to ask, no, I'm not saying they don't, I'm asking a question. I don't know you, I'm asking a question. And here's, I'm getting somewhere with it. What's your name? Miranda. Miranda? I'm Jake. It's good to meet you, Miranda. Here's the point I'm making. It is a (laughs) tragedy. Do you agree that it was a tragedy, what happened a year ago today? Absolutely. Absolutely, we agree to that. Do you agree that Black Lives Matter? Of course. Oh, oh, I'll explain it. Here's the thing. Do you believe that if 50... Do you believe that unborn black lives matter? Of course. Thank you so much, Miranda. I agree with you. Unborn black lives matter. And I want you to understand that Planned Parenthood does not agree with you. Because they have murdered, not just Planned Parenthood, but America has murdered... 56 million unborn babies in this nation. And listen, most of them are African American. Most of them are not white like me. Did you know that twice as many black babies are aborted, murdered in the womb, than are born? Did you know that? Do you believe that those black lives matter? Because I do. Yes, my friend. Come to the box and I'll answer your question. What's your name, sir? James. James, it's good to meet you. Yeah, James, that matters. I care about that. And now, I care, you know what else I care about? I care about the 3,000 babies that were murdered in this nation today. Do you care about them? Well, well, yes, I care about the ones that are murdered in Africa, but I'm not in Africa right now. Yes, sir, if you have a question, please stand in the box. Sir. That's the question box. Thank you very much. How do you feel about talking about well, The question box is over there. Thank you. What's your name, sir? Okay. You care so much about Black Lives Matter. Yes. You're talking about abortion, which has a print pattern, which has nothing to do with that. What do you think about white cops killing black kids? Let's get your views on that. Because that's what Black Lives yeah. Matter is about. Yeah. It's about cops killing unarmed teenagers. Not for you to use as a straw man argument for your f- 
Would you, you. would you like me to answer that question, yeah. or are you just up here to give me the finger? No, no, I'm here. Okay, answer. excellent. Yes, I actually already addressed that, but maybe you weren't here at that no, time. I wasn't. Okay, that's a great question. Thank you for asking that. I think that is very important. I think those lives matter. I believe that, what I said earlier is that I believe that those black lives are infinitely important. They're far more important than any of us here realize. And God has promised to avenge them. Yeah, but Black Lives Matter isn't about the Bible, and it's not about God, and it's not about abortions. It's about cops killing innocent, unarmed black people. So, so, so what? So, so, you're using, so you're using a phrase that has nothing to do with what your argument is, because what you're here to talk about and you have the freedom to talk about yes, it. I, yes, I do. Is your opposition to abortion. And you can, you can no, preach. No, no, uh, my friend. Yeah, you can finish, but that's not what I'm here for you, to say. You can preach about mm -hmm. your opposition to abortion and Planned Parenthood all you Wait want. That's fine. But don't use a term that is being explicit, that is explicitly about the murder of African Americans by this nation's fascist police force to talk about your religious views. Well, well, my it's friend. It's insulting to people like Eric Garner who get choked to death by the racist NYPD. That's got nothing to do with Planned Parenthood, and you've got no. It right does to actually. No, you what does Eric Garner being murdered have to do? Well, I, I would love to explain me? that to you if you'd let me. Would you like? Would you yeah, want me to explain that to you? Okay, it matters because the issue is yes, there's a police issue, but the bigger issue is the sinful hearts of those who pull the trigger. That's the larger issue, and What's that's what I'm addressing. Well, I, I because it's the same issue. No, is it, it's not. So it's not the same issue. So you're not going to let me explain? You're going to talk over me? I'm trying to explain my position. Okay, would you let me do that, please? Thank you very much. It's the same issue. This, it's the same sinful heart. Pulling a trigger as one ripping a body from mother's womb. It's the same issue of human sinfulness, and that's what I'm addressing. I'm not doing a bait and switch. I'm addressing a common problem of death of human life that is unjust. It is wrong, and that's what I'm doing. I'm standing here for those who have been wronged. I'm standing here speaking for those who don't have a voice. That's what I'm doing, okay? Does that make sense, my friend? I mean, yeah, okay. Here's the thing, I didn't know this event was going on here today. I can't, listen, I came, well, it was right over there earlier. I came here today to preach the, the gospel from the Bible. I'm a preacher. No, listen, let me finish. Don't run around me, please. I didn't do that to you. Okay? I came here to preach the gospel today. And I respected those who were holding this event and, and didn't. And I waited until now. Okay? And, and I know that a lot of people that are out here came for that event, so I wanted to address my views on that and express my deep concern for that, among other issues, okay? So I did not target that, that and, and, try, and try and disrupt that. I was respectful to them, and I'm, I'm trying to have respectful dialogue right now concerning matters that are very important. Is that fair? It's no. fair. I do, but he's... Okay. All right. Thank you. God bless you, sir. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's. We're not doing that. We're not bringing snakes over here. You can. You can hold the snake in the box over there. Please don't bring it over here. I don't play with snakes. Oh, why don't you? It's just a personal preference. You're a pure person. I think you're misunderstanding what I am, sir. I'm a preacher of the gospel. I'm not a handler of snakes. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Why are you judging me? Because you judge 
judge everybody else and do unto yourself. Who did I judge? I stood up here and said that human life matters. I stood up here and said that I love people and that God, that God values humanity and you're telling me that that's wrong? What? Anybody in your circle would keep here would be able to Okay. Okay, do you have a question, sir? I have a question as to why you keep showing up when you're not welcome here. Oh, I keep showing up because I care about these people. I want them to know the good you news of how they can be saved from their sin. You that they can be forgiven because Jesus Christ died as their substitute. So I've answered your question. I don't think you really have sincere questions, sir. You've been coming over and yeah, throughout the crowd. Nobody likes you. Nobody you likes me. Okay. I can accept that nobody likes me. My friend, I know you don't want me to call you my friend, sir. I can accept that nobody likes me. But what I cannot accept is that people go to hell without knowing the truth. I want you to know how you can escape the wrath of God. And that I cannot accept. I cannot just walk by a sea of souls and not tell them how they can be saved by a merciful God. Okay? Okay, someone says there is no God, but there is. You know there's a God, and you know his righteous requirements. Saying there's no God does not make him go away. Friends, and suppressing that truth does not make your sin okay. Sin is it? Sir, the, the question box is over here. I will dialogue with you if you come over here. Okay, if anyone has a question, the box is right there. I would love to answer someone's question. Victor, we need someone else to have a turn, okay? No, no, just respect other people. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay, the question box is right there. All right, I'll answer anyone's question if they're in that box. That's the question box. Okay, what's your name? Joe. I'm Jake. No, not Joe? Yo. Yo. Your name is Yo. Okay, Yo. My name is Jake. Yo, that's cool. I'll call you. That's okay, Yo. What's up? What's the question? The reason, that's an excellent question, yo. The reason there is not a question mark in that box is because we did not draw a question mark in that box. Next question, please go into the question box that does not have a question mark in it. I would love to answer your questions. Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd? And say, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel, not only in the way that they live their lives, but how to speak to the campus community about the gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Christian Collegiate Network, changeyourcampus.com. I have a question. Okay, what's your question, miss? What's your name? Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer, I'm Jake. Hi, Jake. She's, she's actually my friend, okay? okay so. Can good people get to heaven? Who thinks that good people can get to heaven? Raise your... Oh, don't judge her! Okay, you, that's not nice. That's... Do good people go to heaven? Okay, you're saying... You're raising your hand because you... Yeah, you believe that. All right. I believe that too. Good people go to heaven. The problem is I haven't found one yet. That's the problem. You're not a good person. No, I'm a sinner. That's why I need a savior. Okay, question by... You have a drill. Question box over there. Go to the question box. I'll engage you if you go in there. Okay, but I want to finish answering Jennifer's question. 
She asked if good people go to heaven. The answer is yes. But my problem is I'm not good. I've sinned against God. I've broken his law. I've lied. I've stolen. I have looked with lust. And Jesus says that that is adultery in the heart. I've blasphemed God's holy name. I have sinned in so many ways that if you knew what I've done, you probably wouldn't want to be my friend, if you still do anyway. And so, friends, that is why I need a savior, because I'm not a good person. You're probably better people than I am, morally speaking. Okay? But the, but the good news is that sinners like me can be forgiven and saved because Jesus Christ died on the cross as a substitute for sinners. And then he rose again that you might be raised with him in newness of life. The good news is that if you repent of your sin, if you turn to Christ, he'll save you, he'll forgive you, he'll wash you. You have a question, sir? Nothing, because it hasn't. No, that, that's the only way I can answer that, because I have certain knowledge. I would repent and trust in Christ if I was wrong. No, because like the whole religion was wrong. <laughs> because the th no, if my whole religion. Okay. Down and he said, you know, Christianity is not it. Buddhism is it. What would you do? Well, here's the here's the problem. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm gonna answer your question, but there's a problem there. No, no. No, don't interrupt me. I didn't interrupt you. I didn't interrupt you. Please, let's have mutual respect, okay? Then this works really well. Here's the thing. What's your name, my friend? Vladimir, my name is Jake. It's a pleasure to meet you. Were you here last night? I think I met you last night. Yes, you did. Okay, so his question, his question is, what if Christianity is wrong and God comes down and reveals that Buddhism is true? Is that inaccurate? Okay, the answer to that question is that the question cannot be answered. It's like asking this question. How many feet does a jug of water weigh? Answer the question. How many feet does a jug of water weigh? No, I, I know. I, to make my point, would you would you engage me in that question? How many feet does a jug of How many feet does this bottle of water weigh? Four. Four. You, that, you can't. That that is not true, though. Is that true? Is, is it true that this bottle of water weighs four feet? No. The quest. Listen. Listen. I'll let you speak again. Don't worry. I'm trying to make a point. The problem is that my question is flawed, okay? I will get to it, okay? Look, I'm trying to make a point. The problem is that my question is flawed. And the flaw in your question is that there's a presupposition. The presupposition is that it's possible that Christianity is not true. That is not true. It is not possible for Christianity to be untrue because I know it for certain, because God has revealed it so that I can know it for certain. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. What if God came down and said that Buddhism was true? That's not possible because God cannot lie. What if? What if it did? What would you do? What if it did? What if God did what he can't do? No, no. What if that happened and what would you do then? Okay. I, I answered the question. I know you don't accept my answer. I know you don't accept my answer, but that's the only answer I can give you. Okay? Okay. Vladimir, please. Vladimir, I know you don't like my answer, but there's someone that would like to ask another question. Step into the box if you have a question. Can you speak up a little so I can hear you? Okay, what's your name? My name is AJ. AJ, I'm Jake. It's a pleasure to meet you. I was raised in the church for a very long time. My dad was a minister. I came out and said I was gay when I was like 14 years old. 
kicked me out. Not only did he kick me out, the church kicked me out because it was a lot to deal with. It was too much. I was sinning against God. Now, my sexuality hasn't changed. Okay. I've been celibate for six years. Okay, pause it. I want to relate what you're saying to the crowd. That, that's all. Can okay. I do that? Okay, this is AJ. He says that. Now, correct me if I get anything wrong. I'm going to try and represent what you're saying. AJ is saying that his, he was raised in the church, that his dad was a minister, and when he came out as homosexual, he was thrown out. Is that correct? correct. He was he was he was kicked out of the church. And did your family reject you too? AJ, is that what you said? Okay. Now, now go on. Now, now everyone understands where you're coming so, from. My question being is that my spirituality is still strong. Because basically things were revealed to me. I have a much broader sense of who my higher power is because that's what's been able to get me all the way through. So my question is, is that for somebody who is gay, what would you tell them about Christianity and what they need to do to find spirituality themselves? That's okay. The that's a great question, AJ. Thank you for that. That is awesome. Okay, did, did everyone hear his question? No. Okay, AJ's question is this. He says, hey, I'm a homosexual. I was, I, I had a Christian background in the church. Was was kind of kicked out of that because you came out as a homosexual. And now he's got different views, right? You have more of an... Well, I, still, I, still, I still believe in God. You still believe... Okay, AJ still believes in God. And he wants to know what I would say to a homosexual man about spirituality. He, AJ, I would say the same thing that I would say to a heterosexual man. That you are a sinner in need of a savior. And I'm not talking about your homosexuality. I'm talking about, I'm talking about your sin in general. I'm telling you that. Listen, listen. I've already been saved. How about that? Okay. That, I live, I live a spiritual life. Okay. What? What? I've been celibate for six years. So yeah. Technically, so technically, because I'm not fornicating. Yeah. So I'm not talking about that, AJ. Well, let, let's talk about it. Okay. Let's let me let me ask you a different question, though. Okay. Let's be, okay. You reacted. Uh, pretty strongly to my answer to your question. Why was that? I've already had a savior, so I got that. No, I, I okay. That. But so what I'm so saying, okay, say? let me let me clarify. I, what I when I said that this was my answer to you. I said what I would say to you as a homosexual man is the same thing I would say to a heterosexual man is that you're a sinner in need of a savior. Now let me finish. What I mean by that, I say the same thing to myself. I say, Jake, you're a sinner who needs a savior. And, and, and you didn't like it when I said that. I want to understand why. I already have that. So, okay, so, so, so then you should say amen. I agree with you, so Jake. Is, how do you live a spiritual life outside of that? What do you mean by spiritual? Outside, let's say, okay, you get to the point where you have a savior. One second, one second. In respect to her. Miss, miss, you'll get your turn. You'll get... Uh, yeah, after he's done, then, you'll, then I'll talk to you, okay? If you want to ask a question. Okay, okay, I thought you were trying to ask a question. Go ahead, AJ. My issue is, is that you can go ahead and bring people. I can do what? You can bring people to whatever God of your understanding is. Sure. But the deal is, is that majority of the time, from my experience, most gay people get thrown out of the church and totally deny God because Christians want to kick them out and say, you're going to hell. This is exactly what it is. And they denounce spirituality in general. They don't want to have anything to do with spirituality. Yeah. So, so my issue okay. is... Is that instead of coming at it from a negative standpoint, how do you approach a situation in a loving standpoint to where you don't have sure. that distance? That, that's, okay, okay. Here's the thing. The reality is, is a lot of church people sin. 
They they wrong people. I don't know the situation that you came from in the details, and I don't I don't need to know those things. That's not important for this discussion. But what what I do know is that I'm a sinner in need of a savior. And let me let me let me explain. Okay, what I know is that I, when I was a sinner, when I was loving my sin, enjoying my sin, when I was a fornicator, somebody was kind to me and loved me enough to warn me that if I continued down that path, I would end up in hell. Somebody loved me enough to warn me of God's wrath that's coming upon all who don't repent of their sins. And so my friend, it's the same for everyone. Listen, AJ, I don't see a difference between you and me. I do, do you see a difference between us? I think we're the same. Do you believe that we're the same? Hold on. Yo, I'll get to you. I, I, when I'm done with AJ, I'll talk to you, miss. What do Jewish people believe? Or Muslims? A Mormon? Or a Jehovah's Witness? If you've ever wondered, then the book, What Do They Believe? is for you. From the differing views on God and Jesus to sin, salvation, and eternity, what do they believe will help you get an accurate understanding of what other religions believe. What do they believe by Andrew Rappaport, available now on Kindle and at strivingforeternity.org. Do you have a question for me, sir? Okay, we don't know exactly, okay, because we weren't there, but it's approximately 6,000 years. Okay, I'm going to blow your mind. Blow my mind. When you look up into the sky at night, yes. and you see a star, it would be physically impossible for you to see that star because of the amount of time it takes light to travel to Earth if we were 6,000 years okay. old. Okay. It's just going to blow your okay. mind. Okay, okay, person X. the speed of light. Okay. And it's just mind-blowing. Okay, can I respond to that, person X? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Now, believe there it or not. no stars in the sky. Okay, can I respond to that? Yeah. Can I respond to it? Thank you so much. Uh, my mind isn't blown, by the way. Because I, uh, believe it or not, I have studied physics. I have studied starlight and time. Have you, have you studied that, sir? At what institution, sir? What institution? Yes, where did you study physics? Where did I say Southwest Minnesota State University. I studied, I studied physics at the University of Pennsylvania. Awesome. 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 Okay. So, so what? what my, I, your question is, you're going to blow your mind. You didn't blow my mind. Okay. There we are. You did not answer my question. What? You didn't answer your question. You made a statement. If it takes more than 6,000 years of light for that light to get to Earth. How do you know that? The speed of light is like the only constant in the universe. The only constant in the universe. How, how do you know that? Do you know everything in the universe? How do you know that? Do you know 1% of the of the knowledge that's in the universe to make that statement? You made an absolute you made an absolute statement. Person X, person X to make that statement, you need absolute knowledge to make that absolute statement. No, I don't. All I need, all I need is somebody who does have absolute knowledge to reveal it for certain. Do that. Are you absolutely certain of that? How do you know that, sir? What is your what is your source of knowledge for that? I'm the source of knowledge is the authors who wrote that book. No, 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 no. It'll get out of control if you do it. No, sir, please don't do that. Yeah, come, come, come in. I'm just curious. How would you define science? What in your mind is? Okay. Well, what's your name, my friend? Henry. Okay. Henry has a really good question. Please respect Henry and let me answer his question. Victor, please respect him. 
Henry's question is how would Henry, is this your question? How would you define science? Okay, this is science. Science, listen, listen. Do you want to know Henry answer Henry's question? It is a Okay. The science is the study of knowledge. That's science. It's the pursuit of knowledge. Okay, that right? Is that not what science? The word science. The word science literally means knowledge. Yeah. Okay, miss. What's your question? Hey, please respect her. She has a question. I'm. She raised her hand. She's respecting me. Okay, you're next. You're in line. Yeah, what's your name, Miss? Yes. Zero. Yeah, it's been translated. That's not the same thing. I am certain of that. Yes. Yes. Because you know, over time and translate everything becomes translated differently. Okay. So you can't really say that's exact word for word when everything has been. Okay. That's a great question. Okay, I know what you're saying here. I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat the essence of what you said so that everyone can hear. Okay. So what she is saying is, how do I know that the Bible is true? Because hey, wow, 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 that was a strong conviction right there. Yes, it is. Okay, but you've already abandoned knowledge. Now I'm trying to answer her question. Please respect her. Let me answer her question. Okay. Because he wasn't in line. You're next, okay? I'll let him come in. You're going to let him interrupt her and not have a question answered? Okay, so the answer to your question, miss, how do I know that the Bible is true? How do I know that in translation, something didn't go wrong? Okay? And a lot of people think, a lot of people think that the translation of the Bible, it's like the telephone game. Oh, just wait your turn. It's like the telephone game. I call my friend and I say, hey, I had a broccoli for dinner. And then that friend calls another friend and says, uh, he wanted broccoli for dinner. Oh, oh, there's something a little different there. That's not what happened with the Bible. You know why? Because there are more manuscripts and fragments of manuscripts in antiquity than any other book in antiquity. So we know for certain that the... the now, now listen, I'm answering her question right now. I will get to you. Please respect her. Okay, so you're not going to respect her and let me answer her question? I am. And unless you respect her, I will not answer your question, okay? So listen. So listen. The translation is not perfect. But we have the source material to compare it to and study. We actually have to study and do some work to compare it and see. Okay, and guess what? In the translations, all the major translations, the most important truths about who God is and who we are and, and, and how Jesus saves us is captured in all of them. Okay, there are, there are certain truths that are hard to translate into English. And with that, we, we have the ability to look at the originals. Does that answer your question? You might not like it, but... Okay, okay, well, the Bible was written in Hebrew, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, the New Testament was written mostly in Greek, okay, and, and you're talking about, yes, the New Testament was written in Greek, it was translated into Latin, into Latin Vulgate, okay, come on man, you gotta learn your history, here's the thing, what's that? Who translated the scriptures? 
Uh, scholars have translated the scriptures. There's, there's scholars. And they translated the scriptures? How when, how when nobody ever spoke the language? Nobody ever understood it. Uh, yeah, people know, people, believe it or not, people know Hebrew and Greek and they can translate those languages. That's not that hard. That's not that hard to do. Okay. 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 Here's, here's. Hebrew or Greek, it was no, no. A small portion of the New Testament was in Aramaic, but the bulk of it was in Greek. No, my friend, you are mistaken. Okay? My friend, it's a cell phone recording. What's your question? First off, what's your name? Well, just give me something to call you. I don't care if it's real. All right, Bob. I'm Jake. That's my real name. I'm not Christian, but I am religious. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, Bob. That's a great question. What I'm saying is, whatever you believe, you're everyone's a sinner. Everyone's a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. You know how I know I'm a sinner? Because I have sinned. That's. Is that does that answer your question? Everyone's a sinner, and that's why everyone needs a savior. That's why we need Jesus. You're listening to Women's Radio. How do you think Jake did? Would you have answered any of the questions differently? Go to witnesstalkradio.org and give us your input. Next week, we have Ben Price coming on the show. He's a world-renowned comedian that is well-known for his Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation and many others. He recently starred in Audacity, and you won't want to miss the episode next week. So until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share the gospel. May God bless you. Witness Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.